Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. your hood it's your boy jr strong on another wednesday right here on the keys 107 network on blog talk radio man i just want to thank god for such a beautiful day today the sun was shining the wind was blowing now it's getting kind of cloudy but you know we give thanks anyway and i want to really thank god today because we have a special guest on today a very special guest. This young lady is definitely anointed by God to do the things that she's been doing for our community and for our people, bringing people a little closer to knowing who the Father is. She goes by the name of Apostle Dr. Tanya Blount, and she is my guest today. So I really want you to stick around because um, it's going to be a great show. It's, I, I just feel you know, the inspiration already. I feel the presence, man. So what I'm going to do right about now is I'm going to play a track, okay? And the track that I'm about to play is from a gentleman hailing from South Africa. He goes by the name of Ernie J. Smith, and this is from his Blessed Man album, which is a gospel album, and this song is called King of Africa. So let's check that out right here on Hood Rich Magazine, What's Rich in Your Hood.
that's Ernie J. Smith, King of Africa, track off of his Blessed Man album. You can check him out definitely on YouTube, Ernie J. Smith on YouTube. And uh, right now, I'm going to introduce my guest. This is definitely a woman of God. And I I, I don't even know how to really explain because we, we, we go back. And and uh, from the time that we've met, it has always it has been a an experience for me, a good experience through good and bad times. You understand? And and talking about someone who has really been a friend and and uh, a person that when you say believes truly in the word of God and everything that he stands for and lives the word of God, none other than Doctor. Tanya Blunt. Dr. Tanya Blunt, how are you doing today? Hi, good evening, JR. Thank you so much for this gracious invitation and just for the awesome uh, introduction. Uh, it's an honor to be on the line, um, to be your guest tonight, and it's, and it's even a greater honor to know you and to um, just be blessed, you know, to, to have this uh, friendship for so many years, so I'm um, just very grateful. Yes, definitely. You know, um, can you just give our audience um, a little history of um, who you are and uh, where you are in, in, in this great world that we're in right now, the things that you've been doing and, and are doing right now? Well, I, um, that, I always trip up on that uh, question, but... <laughs> Uh, well, I I want to say first and foremost, I am a child of God. I I am. He is my father. Uh, there is nothing that I do in this time of my life that I don't do for Him and for His glory. I think the most important thing um, um, that I want to say in the beginning and make sure that I leave off with is. Um, that my life is um, my walk, and my walk is mm. my life. I am truly sold out completely to him and um, what he has appointed me to do. Some of us um, get it later in life than others. I've always walked with God from a young girl, but um, I am completely destiny-driven in this hour of my life. And, it, and it's really good because it's not saying that I seek or anything. It's only the relationship and what he has called me to do. Um, and so I, you know, strive for that. Um, in this, in the last few years, of course, you know, since you've known me, but I've always performed, so um, a lot of people know that, um, you know, the singing and, you know, um, that's kind of how I started out in entertainment. And then uh, the ministry came, the ministry portion of my life came after I had survived a very abusive uh, marriage, which left me homeless with our children. Um, my my late husband, my ex-husband, is now deceased. But during the time, I was very abusive. Uh, almost lost my life to it on several occasions. Almost lost my mind to it as well. And when I left, we were immediately homeless, and we, uh, you, you know, the children. I used to sleep on the A train in in Brooklyn. If anyone's familiar with that, you know that that's the longest train in New York City. It's also one of the dirtiest. 
Um, and we and I chose that train because um, they would never kick you off, and it is the longest, so we could sleep on it uninterrupted. We slept other places, but a lot of people uh, remember us from that time and that um, time in the park. And so um, it was, you know, for nine months, you know, we were homeless. And during that time, that's when the Lord drew, um, I believe I drew closer to the Lord, and he, he began to pull me in. And uh, it was during that time when... Um, I also got sick, and I began to write a book thinking that I was going to be leaving, um, leaving the lie, you know, that you know, I was not going to be around long. And the book was called Are You Ready to Leave the Wilderness? That book was written 12 years ago, and that was the catalyst for change for me. When I wrote that book, that book became instantly, um, I thought I was just, it was a fictional account of my story of overcoming um, domestic violence and what it actually did, it catapulted me into this walk of uh, domestic violence. It became a uh, hit book, nationally known. Um, still, people are purchasing it 12 and a half years later. Uh, it took me around the world, and um, it and, and all of a sudden I was uh, thrust into uh, limelight as a domestic, the face of a domestic violence survivor. Um, and uh, this happened in 2001, and one that uh, had, had had strength that people could not believe and was not bitter uh, and uh, became an expert of it. And so since then I've written five bo- books. Um, my sixth book is getting ready to be published. So I have five published books and um, went into the music and then, of course, went into ministry. Uh, we did the Tanya Blood talk show, which is on on Fox, and God has done many things in my life, so it's not really one area. When I say he has taken me in different directions, but it always led to um, helping people. Uh, My heart has been for women and children. You would always see me with my children speaking at different events when they were smaller. Of course, now they're adults, and um, life is is different. But um, now my focus and, and my life now is... Um, you know, um, still talk show, um, you know, uh, the Lord uses me now in different capacities. And and so um, just really, you know, uh, changing the world with what he has given me. Um, and I believe that is uh, uh, the, my heart. You know, my heart is one to just help people be used by God in whatever capacity and so, um, you know, lately it's been traveling. Uh, I had a season of quiet, and now I'm getting back on to my travel time and um, where I'll be traveling extensively um, preaching um, the Word of God. And so um, I'm really excited about this chapter of my life. You kind of met me in the beginning of leaving the wilderness, and God has done so many great things in my life and has changed me in so, so many ways. You see me at my worst and, um, uh, you know, during times of loss, you know, lost my parents and uh, really did not know, you know, how to manage being a mother of boys. And it was just such a different uh, time for me. And um, even I was your pastor. And to, to have God bring this back, you know, to this place where um, I totally know where he's taking me, pretty much have an idea and um, excited about it, you know, excited about the music. He has me singing again um, mm-hmm. tremendously. Um, 
doing a lot of things with my music and really uh, looking forward to getting back into the studio uh, with the heart. I really, um, you know, I've had some opportunity to um, have the music published and, and released and, and um, believe in God to do that at least before the end of the year. Amen. Now, I have to let you know, you are the first, and I hope I'm saying this right, you are the first harpist. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. Is it a, you are the first harpist that I have ever known <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's a rare, it's a rare uh, <laughs> gift. <laughs> it's a, I, I believe that I am the only, I may be others now, but at a few years ago I was the only harpist in the New York uh Metro State area, area, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, no, not only Hoppers. Uh, um, well, they categorized me as African American. You know that I'm multicultural, but um, mm-hmm. that is that was not 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 uh, Hoppers, but the only African American Hoppers is what they had said. So uh, mm. that was um, that was something. Um, a few years. It's a rare instrument. It is a heavenly instrument. And as you know, when I was very, very sick three years ago, it was one of the things that the Lord used um, to bring me into a place of healing because it is a, a healing instrument. The beautiful thing about that uh, instrument is when you play it, even after you're playing it, it's still playing in your body. It's The, the tunes yeah. are still going throughout your body. So it ministers to you, not just an instrument. Even if you don't have a relationship with God, even if you know you're just playing for whatever jazz, the instrument is still a healing instrument because it vibrates the, the music and the vibrations through your soul, even after you're done. But in um, you know it has for me for ministry has it has done some awesome things because it has uh, you know set so many women free. You know, um, it's an awesome instrument, and I'm just uh, really, I'm actually, J.R., looking for a new one. I want to get the orchestra one. So that's what I want to do when we get into the studio at some point. I'm looking forward to that, really, because I've I've worked with um, a few um, musicians from Carnegie Hall, one of Mr. Don Shirley, who is a, um, a concert pianist. And, you know, he does that chamber music. You know, calm. Oh my goodness! The music just puts you in in in, in such a place of, of of just bliss. You close wow. your. I actually saw him hypnotize a baby playing. Wow! Like, wow! That is beautiful. The harp, the harp is 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 the extension of the piano. You know. Yeah. And and that 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 feeling that you get when you pluck the strings and you just hear those beautiful melodies just rolling. Yes. It's it's unbelievable. It's like water. You know when you hear water flowing? Yes, yes. Oh my god. And, Je- and Jehovah um Jehovah loves string. God loves strings. String mm-hmm. instruments bring him on the scene immediately. Um so wow. that's the key. And I and I grew up playing the piano and so I had never played I played the piano and the violin a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, and so I tried to take harp classes, lessons to play the harp when when I when the Lord told me to start playing it, and I did it for a little bit. But He did it, and it's a very difficult uh, instrument to play as, to learn how to play very. as an adult. Um, but um, you know, God God did it for me, and I'm so grateful because it is it is an you know difficult instrument to play, but yes, it, it is. is the one thing that I'm ex- I, I really love to do. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I know um, that you have an organization, I believe it's, Le- is it Leaving the Wilderness? Yes, is yes, it is. The Domestic um, Violence? Yes. I, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Well, Leaving the Wilderness is, uh, I um, founded that in 2004. Um, it is a, an organization um, that is based out of New York City. Uh, it helps non, you know, um, domestic violence victims and their children. Um, it has been a part of now. We have kind of like incorporated it because my schedule is insane. Um, it, it, we've kind of made it a part, even though it's a standalone organization, we've kind of made it a part because it is a faith-based. We've made it a part of the church, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the ministry. So, um, but we've done great things with that ministry um named it Leave the Wilderness based on the first book. And um, through, you know, my work as a domestic violence advocate, we've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of women. You've helped me with various, um, you know, you've been a sponsor for various uh, events that the Lord has had me put together to for women and and children um, through this organization. Um, I was introduced to Mike Bloomberg when he was running for mayor last thing. Last um, the last term, Election. and we right. we partnered together, and he endorsed. Um, I was able to endorse him because of what he was doing for women. A lot of people don't agree with him, but he did, he has implemented many programs for bad women in New York City, and so um, we actually formed a partnership, Mike Bloomberg and I, just through uh, my my work um, as a domestic violence advocate through the organization. So it's been a blessing. It's almost. Ten years old, um, wow! Um, and so you know that that's a great uh, accomplishment, you know, to um, be able to say you've helped women through 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 just a just something that you just thought you were going to put together just to do like little programs with, you know, to be able to say that you've reached out, you've been able to help many women, and um, through right. that organization is a blessing. Now, how would how would um, someone get in contact? With um, the organization, if they were looking oh. for help or yes, um, is, well, yeah. our telephone number um, is area code three four seven six one eight one three three zero, and also uh, the website. Um, we have a Facebook page, so it's facebook.com slash leave the wilderness, L E A V E the wilderness. Um, and um, our mailing address is uh, 135 Montague Street, Suite 214, Brooklyn, New York, 11201. Wow. God is so good. You know, in the, the time that I've known you, you've done so much. So I'm, I'm trying to assimilate everything myself. Now, I, I know at one time <laughs> you were uh, you were editor-in-chief of Having Church with Women mag- for Women magazine. Oh, Lord. Yes. And you know what? That yeah. was so amazing, and I just resigned Jr. last year when I went into really? full-time ministry. Yeah, I just um, released myself from that just because the Lord would not allow me to carry that load. It's in the trim. It's you know the magazine was beautiful. I love yeah, that I was, was able to be so um, responsible for beauty because I love creating. Um, you know, of course, you know, the Lord has blessed me to connect with so many people, so I was able to, you know, highlight so many positive things in the magazine. Um, mm-hmm. I did speak to the uh, publisher, and, and, and he's trying to bring the magazine back. 
I don't know what I will be able to do at this point in my life, but I tell you the truth, um, if the Lord ever said I could do it again, I would definitely, you know, do it again because it was the best um Best way to creatively. A, yeah. It wasn't. Wasn't it a beautiful magazine? It was great. I remember the cover with um the first lady Obama? was Michelle Obama yes, on it and, yes. and a few other people. I was like blown away. I actually yes. had an opportunity to do some promo for you for the magazine upon on, on, on um. You remember? <laughs> I, I you don't know? remember. I was, I was so excited. I was like, wow, because I'd never yeah. seen. You know, a magazine like that, and it was actually dealing. It was dealing with church, and and you know, mm-hmm. it was a, a magazine for women, but it didn't. Feel, it felt like an essence magazine then, you know. And, well, and that, that was what God had told me. He told me to bring it on that scale. I still have plenty mm-hmm. of copies. The website's still up. Um, it's HavingChurchForWomen dot com. He's he's planning to bring it back. I told him I'll sit with whoever whoever um he brings on board. Um, he ran, the publisher ran for uh, senator or something in, in in Virginia, and he won. And so um, he's in transition, but I think he'll bring it back. But um, from the concept, uh, he said, God told me to have you do this. Here you do it. Do whatever you want. I have no idea what I want. I just want a, a magazine for women. So I did. I named it and did all of that. And um you know, through the Holy Ghost, and it was just, it was an incredible experience, and um, people still asking about the magazine, but it was nothing bad, it was just a time when it was, you know, I hear the scripture, um, there's a time and season for everything, and so, Amen. you know, my season for that, you know, I did it for three years, and on top of that, I was full-time pastor, full-time in another career, full-time running a magazine, um, so... I was able to do it by God's grace, but it's just not season anymore. At this time, right? At now, time. I know also that you um, you were ordained uh, apostle. Yeah, I've been um, wow. ordained now three years. Yeah, three years. It's been three years. Three, yeah. yeah, and, and yeah, you are the pastor. Well, you're born an pastor. apostle. You, you know, you're kind of you're born that, but that is yeah. not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just, it's a church office. I believe that my assignment is, is, is outside of the church. So it's just. Now, let uh, me ask so. you, let me ask you this, though. Was that something that you searched for or, or how did that no, come about? Dale, because I, how can I, you I, knew, I knew you as an that? author. <laughs> no, I, I, it's not for me. I want the audience to know because no, remember when I no, met you. No. <laughs> no, but you know, I knew, you know, I always, I knew, you know, I always loved the Lord. Yes. And. Um, I was always pursuing him in ministry. No, that's not something that I don't think anyone, if, if you're called, you're called. Uh, that is not, and there are some, and there there are some that just use the title. I'm not a title person. Um, mm. I use apostle because uh, it, it, it reminds people to give me that respect, especially for, in, in terms of men, you know, in ministry as mm-hmm. a single woman, I do have some challenges. So um, it keeps things uh, balanced. But right. I am still Tanya. But you know, of course, people will you know respect who I am in in in, in the kingdom. But um, it's just a part. You know, I am truly what God has created me to be. So it is not something um, I sought out. I, you know, I know that God called me to be it from before I was born. And um, mm-hmm. from a little girl, I've always had an, a very um, different relationship with the father. And um, mm-hmm. 
I knew from very young, from just being in church and being told um, just the gifts that were manifesting even at a young age that I was going to be used greatly by God because my mom would tell me, and I, and I knew that I was always very different. Um, right. Although I was very sociable, it was just something different about um, the way I viewed life, the way I viewed God. It was He was never like a distant person. He was just really someone I knew. A lot of people fall in love with Jesus first because he mm-hmm. is the door and God is the room. Mm-hmm. But for me, I knew Jesus and I loved him, but I had a relationship with the Father first. Wow. And so it was like the big man and I had this relationship from young. And then as I grew up and and got the full understanding of Jesus and everything, then I got very close to Jesus. But it was immediately as a young girl, it was, um, you know, I, I, I obviously I went through Jesus to get to the Father because no man can go through get to the Father without him, but my relationship had always been with the Father. And um, when I, you know, began ministry, I, I started getting the call. You know, you, the Lord does call you in, and he'll confirm his word. And I ran, and I ran, and I cried, and I cried, and I could not understand why, God. This is such – I was scared because it is such um, – you know, I mean, it would take more than a show to really get into it, but I did not want this. Um, I, I mean, why can't I just do what you say to do? I have to do this. But, you know, God confirmed his word over and over again. And so um, once I accepted who he was calling me to be, uh, it was it, it became easier, but it was not something some people seek it out. I, I was not. That was not right. me at all. Okay, and that's what I wanted to ask, too, because you, you're an author and a publisher, and you have a few bestsellers that I know from, mm-hmm. you know, working with yeah. you that, you know, they would call them street novels or, you know, out, out there in the world. But making no, that I transition. No, I never had no street novel. I never had no, no, well, when I'm saying street novel, not that your books were street novels, but I would go out and I would see them in the the bookstores and mm-hmm. also outside the vendors on the street would sell your books. Yeah. And they were doing yeah. very, when I say doing extra, I mean great, because the books were great. And what was great about them, too, they were true stories. Yeah. You know, the majority was true stories. So I was like, wow, really? The, 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 I remember one book that I loved, Cha-Ching, okay? And, and, and uh, you know how passionate I was about that. I used to tell you about that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And now you went from Ching to to um, the the last book I remember, which is The Price I Paid for This Anointing. Yes. Ch- well, The Price I Paid is my true story. That is actually a real yeah. true story. And Ching mm-hmm. was, and it's, and it's still doing well, it's, it's, Ching mm-hmm. was not street. It was an inspirational um, book about a woman who had been raped and who who turned on God because she didn't think when she was a young girl when he, she was raped by her stepfather that he heard her. You remember it opened up with her calling on the father when she was being um, raped. And right. so she grew up being rebellious and tearing New York City down because she was angry. And so my whole concept for writing that, and I've been offered to make that a movie, but I will not. But mm-hmm. the whole... Um, concept of that was that, first of all, I am a woman who believes in the reality of life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that story was a story I believe that belonged to someone because at the end of the book, she died. And I mourned right. Storm. Her name was Storm. 
I mourned her for over a week because she had become my friend. And I see storm in everyday life as I walk. Women go through so much. And I'm, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm witnessing a situation right now where these women are just like really, um, you know, embarrassing themselves, you know, in a, in a certain situation. And I just want to hug them and say, girl, wake up, baby girl. You don't have to be vengeful. And but what happens and what makes some people that way is things that happen in their childhood. It has nothing to do with what happens in your adult that makes you to make the decision. Same thing with the male. But because I'm a woman, I've studied women, and I know, you know, and because I minister to them, and God has given me this anointing to be able to help them through life, a lot of our issues come from childhood. Mm. And if that root, if that foundation is not strong, you grow up with it, and you grow up with it, and you walk with it, and you become a bitter person. And so that was Storm's issue. She was raped at 11 years old, beautiful girl. But he violated her. She knew God. She called on him when she was being raped. He didn't answer. In fact, the man began to beat her as she was praying. And it made her be, it made her become treacherous and bitter. And that is what happens when a heart becomes bitter. It's a dangerous person. And so she went through all of this, and at the end of the, her life, before she died, she accepted Christ, but she still died. And many people say, why did you let her die? Well, I believe that we have consequences. It right. doesn't matter if you say you're sorry, if you repent. There's still going to be a consequence to the sin. And here we are in reality. This is not fake, even though this story was fictional. I could not let her live because she had done so many things in her life. Um, yes, you know, it's sad she had a horrible life, but we still have a choice at the end of the day to allow ourselves to make a bitter situation better, to make us better from the bitterness and, and then don't allow to be better, bitter and to grow from it or because many people tried to intervene when she was an adult and she refused the intervention. So God always allows people in our path to get us back off whatever we're going through. And if we choose not to, then there's going to be a consequence for it. And so that book touches young women tremendously because it reminds them what can happen when your heart's not right. Right. When and you what don't relationship? Get the heart exactly. And the relationship with her mother. That was a very important thing too in the book. I remember. At the right. End well, she was bitter with her mother. Yeah. Yeah, she was and bitter it, with her mother, and at the end of her life, it was her mother who came back in her life who had accepted Christ, who ministered to her and her on her towards her deathbed, who brought her to Christ. So again, we were showing we were showing that life has a it, it does a. One night, you know, it brings you back. It's a one ninety. It brings you all. It always brings you back. You might try to take different ways around life, you know, and 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 try to escape pain. But I always encourage women, you know, especially women that are battered, um, who say they've never been anything before, and this is their first abuse. Nine times out of ten, you've gone through something in your childhood that has made you think that it's acceptable to be treated badly. Right. Something has happened. 
and even for me, you know, you you have to just challenge them because they have suppressed so many things and memories that they will forget. You know, even for me, you know, I lied so long for my, to myself about my childhood because I had portrayed my dad as this great big hero, which he was to the community and to our home, but it was miserable. And so I did not want to reveal that. And so my my denial was actually a lie to myself. And when I was able to embrace what actually happened and in my childhood, I was able to heal from that and get get the get the direction on what God wanted me to do with the rest of my life because, again, I was just take, dressing up my pain. I was in so much pain. You know, um, you know, people saw this person outside that was okay, but inside uh, I had so many um, issues with my own person because I did not resolve what happened in childhood. So foundation is crucial, you know. Um, what we build upon um it determines the strength of of the building. And if, if you've got cracks in your foundation, uh, the first major impact that goes on during your lifetime is going to knock you down, and it's going to be yeah. evident by the, your work, by the people that you know, et cetera. So um, that story was one, a, a good story to point out because it's true today even, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, people are living that life today, a lot of women. Yes. I live yeah. in that life and, and you know, lost, you know, and and have nowhere, well, they think they don't have anywhere to turn if they, you know, just give their hearts to the master and he he work it out somehow. Not saying that it's going to be easy, right. you know, because nothing comes easy these days, not at all, you know. Let me ask you, what with, with all of this that was going on, how were you able to, to, to maintain, you know, that, that relationship with your children and keep them sane, and you know, because I, if it's, if it was your whatever you're going through, your kids go through also. Well, I think I think that um, I was able to. I think that um, I really don't know, to be honest with you, how I was able to do it. Now that I look back, when I was getting ready to say, um, grace, and 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 that's a true statement. I mean, it was just grace, but. You know, you know the challenges I've had, you know, with the children, and um, yeah. it was difficult. But um, God gave me the strength to balance it all. He gave me the strength to be to to get through it. Um, I tell you one thing: if I was in in that situation now, I don't know if I and I and I've got more patience and everything now. But uh, when I see the kids, this, the, the, the kids nowadays, they scare me. I'm like, oh God, I'm glad I don't have no children. <laughs> but, Young children, um, right? I'm telling you, I see them on the trains, and and I'm saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry for parents now because life is just completely different. But um, you know, it was great. It was grace that kept me. It was his grace that kept me. And it was, um, he, I always had so much love. And I think um, I loved my kids so much. Uh, and I spent so much time, you know, cultivating, um, trying to keep their hearts pure, trying to keep them from right. getting bitter, trying to instill mm -hmm. in them their purpose in life. Um, it was a lot of work. Uh, was I, was it easy? No. And did it? Did it work? You know, we still have challenges. The kids are adults now, and they're on their own, and they're doing their own thing, but uh, not one of them are abusive. Right. And to their significant other, you know, some is married, you know, some is one is in law school, 
So, you know, I've been blessed. I've been, you know, it's been a tremendous blessing. Um, and uh, I, I would... I would not want to do it again, that's for sure. Wow. Let me just let the audience know. The phone number is 213-943-3618. If you want to make a comment or ask a question to my guest or myself, 213-943-3618. And just press the number 1, and that will let us know. It will put you in the queue, and you can ask your question or make a comment. Well, Dr. Tanya, I want to thank you because, I mean, I've been actually waiting for this this um, interview for a minute. <laughs> I know. You know? I must get it in the scene, but um, I'm, 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 I'm glad you kept, you know, that, that we got it kept done. And, um, yeah, you kept at it. You, you, know my, you know me. You know my heart. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, I know you're also involved in the international ministries, um, that now you're, you're traveling to places like Africa, you know, yes. uh, you know the countries and ministering. What is what has that been like for you? It's tremendous. Um, actually, Jr., I prefer that. I really, I I prefer just doing ministry all day long. I need a break, but I don't. Where I am now is, um, and this is what I said when we started started the interview is. Um, I'm sold out. Um, I know that Jesus is coming back, and so my whole purpose is to complete my assignment here on earth. Too many of us focus on things here, and, and we settle for what we see here. But, um, you know, I always wake up thinking of the scripture, um, I strive for the higher prize. And so I always look for the eternal reward, you know, that we get in heaven and what we do now um, adds up to that, and that that what we do now counts and goes towards where we are when we're there. And the, the world that I see now is so sad that um, I just ask God for grace to just be able to, um, you know, minister. And I don't want to be still anymore. You know, this is why I released my church. You know, uh, you know, mm. he 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 guided me that way, and I don't want to be still. It's not my. It's not part of my life. I, I I think that the real wonderful thing about life is, you know, I knew that I was going to have a different life from a young child, and um, God is so wonderful because He allowed me to marry a man that never should have been my husband, and I had children for Him. He allowed me to have those children. He allowed me. To, he He blessed the marriage, even though it wasn't part of God's plan. He blessed the children. But once they got an adult, he said, "Now I want, now I, now I want me back. Now, now mm. it's time for me. You understand? You're going yeah. to fulfill destiny. You know what I mean? You've gotten, you've got off the detour. You know, you were detouring a little bit. The enemy got in the way. You know, uh, you married the prelude. You didn't marry the lion. But now you now work for me. I let you wow. raise your babies. I let you bless them. I bless them for you." I did all of that for you, but now it's time for me. So some, I met someone the other day, and he said to me, um, I was at the gym, and uh, we were talking, and she, the young lady was like, possibly they all know, you know, um, I walk. It's so funny. You don't have to say anything. People just know. And um, yeah. and she said, Apostle, how, how do you like just going? Because, you know, we were talking, and I said, I like pleasing my father. That's how I like it. That's why mm. I do it. Um, you know, I 
when you get where I've gone, and Jr., you know that I've been very, very sick, and the Lord healed me yes. from so many things. When you are so close to death so often, and when you're like a sneeze away from there, your perspective on life is way different than somebody that has not gone into anything. Right. Your heart is different, you understand, because he has prepared you for different. And so I don't have any attachment to the world. You know, um, mm. but you have to get to the, I don't know when the last, I haven't read a newspaper in two years. I don't watch TV and I have a show. I, you know, I don't do none of the, that. That That's to me the world, you understand? And mm-hmm. I'm focused. I like to be able to hear him. Um, it started out as being like a few months fast and it just never stopped. And, um, mm. and, and so I'm not attached to anything here anymore. Yes, I have balance. I know how to have fun. You can ask anyone that around me. I'm still, you know, lovely and laughy, you know. But mm-hmm. there's a time and a reason now for my living. And so I think, you know, um, people can't really grasp the change in me to want to just live my life on the run. Yes, I want to have a place settled here, you know, you know, wherever I'm staying here but and, and be able to come back to, but for the most part, wherever corner of the earth he sends me to, I'm willing to go. Amen. Amen. And that that's wow. Big <laughs> right there. Let me ask you now, your show, um, it's on the Word Network. It's called um Revealing His Glory. With Dr. Yeah, Tony Blunt and it airs right. it airs on uh, Mondays at five thirty AM. Eastern well, time. It's not airing right now. It's not airing this month or next month, but it'll be airing okay. back on Life Zone TV as well, Mondays at seven mm-hmm. thirty, mm-hmm. starting May twenty sixth. Okay, and what is the show basically? What 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 happens on your show? Just um, revealing his glory, uh, revealing um, well the the synopsis is basically me interviewing. Um, people, which I have done, or myself, just in talking about God's glory, supernatural things that have happened. I've interviewed a lot of people that have had supernatural healing, such as myself, where the Lord has healed them from everything without needing a stitch or band-aid. You know what I mean? Um, that mm-hmm. people that were, were were diagnosed to die and God stepped in. Um, you know, that's revealing God's great glory. Um, uh, you know, someone whose voice um, had lost the voice and the Lord gave her back a voice that's incredible. Uh, you know, th- different things like that. So it's mostly supernatural um, and creative miracles that and signs and wonders that God has done. And um, even now I'm getting ready to interview someone in a few weeks that um, the Lord speaks to her on what we should eat to heal our bodies. Mm. And he's done that with me, and, you know, I'm totally different. I'm, I'm vegetarian. Um, mm-hmm. he, when Last year he bought, he said, go back to eating, Tanya. And so I eat mostly juices. You know, um, my, my diet consists mostly of natural herbs, et cetera. And, um, wow. you know, I do, I do eat, you know, you know, normal food here and there, you know, and I do. Mm-hmm. But for the, I kept having recurrences of issues with my body, and I was like, this is not, something's not right. And so mm. during that time of um, shutaway, the Lord had guided me to that. And the person that taught me 
Like, he, you know, he always, he'll tell you something and then he'll connect you to the person that can teach you. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so the yeah. person that sort of taught me how to start eating well um, has been a tremendous blessing to me. And, and what God does is she, uh, he, he speaks to her about you. She can look at you and tell you what you're deficient in as far as nutrients, et cetera, and, mm. your, and, and completely pack a bag for you. It's called a life bag. Put together this, like, little suitcase little luggage suitcase, and it'll have all the herbs you need for a month. And so that's what she began to do for me. And mm. it drastically changed my, my, even my brain, my thoughts. Everything is better because of how I'm feeding my body. So mm. that's revealing his glory. That's a unique way to do it. You know, yes, God gives us miracle signs and wonders, but um, there are, you know, we expect those grand things, but this is revealing his glory too. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited about that because uh, I'm really, I'm really uh, interested in bringing to life um, things that uh, will bless the people, bless the body of Christ uh, in this hour, you know. And and even I have a young person coming on who God has touched and, you know, used to be rebellious and do all these things and games, and now their lives are changing. Um, the Fatala brothers are coming on soon. Um, so we're excited. I'm just really excited. Well, this is beautiful, man. I am so um I'm I'm just happy to 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 hear where you are right now, you know, and and to see the things that you have done over the years and and you just keep going, man. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal to me because um you know, most people give up. <laughs> most right. a, a few incidents, that's it. I'm done. You know, I you know myself. I went through my little incident of my illness and whatnot, my accidents and things like that, and had to recover. And that was scary for me. You know, finding out I had di- just finding out I had diabetes and things like that. You know, it was like scared, but knowing that that these things you know can be cured if we do the right things to our, for our bodies, like you said. And one of the things is the way we eat. You yes. know, which is very important, which people don't realize that the the things that we're putting in our bodies is not meant to go into our bodies. Yes. You know, and, and we're killing. And I mean, some of us do it for years and years, eating the same thing, thinking, oh, it's good. You know, our mama make that good hormone, this and that. And then, you know, we're killing ourselves. So we, we get to a certain age and our body starts to break down. And, and then it's like, God, what's happening? And he's saying, you know what? It's time for a change. And I had to make that change for myself. I had to lose weight and everything. And, 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 and one, changed my thoughts, the way that I right. think. That was so important. You it's know, crucial to living. Yeah, because we stress. Yes, it's crucial. Because you, you know, know what, we whole... can, in our minds, we can command our body to line up. Yes. You know, our body obeys our voice. We have we have the DNA of God in us, so our there is so much power in us, and our our bodies obey what we speak. What we speak out of our mouths are our words are architect of our life, and so many times we're building death with our mouths. So commanding our body to be alive and to speak healing in our body is just power of the tongue. Life and death is in the tongue. Yes. Our thinking, if it's thinking, we're not going to be healed. 
that is the main seat of the enemy, to attack your heart and to attack your brain and your mind. Mm. If he can get your mind, you see a lot of people gone crazy. Listen, I tell you, he almost tried to get me there. He, if, you, if, if he's messing with your mind, you've got a great call in your life. Because if he can get you to doubt the Father, if he can get you to doubt your purpose, if he can get you to look at yourself not like God sees you, but how he wants you to see yourself, then he has been successful in destroying your destiny. And he comes to kill, so and destroy. So we have to guard our mind. We have to guard our heart. Be better stewards of the heart God gave us. Don't allow yeah. just anybody to occupy it. Don't allow just anything to come near it. You've got to guard it. I've learned such bad lessons. God wanted to protect me from so many things, and I refused to listen. You know, um, and I could have given up. You know, like you said, you see me go through so much. But yeah. it all was a processing, but some of it I didn't need to go process through. God didn't say you do that. You know, so we've got to be very, very guarded with what we put in our bodies, what we allow to go into our heart, who we allow there, and most of all, control your thinking. Renew your mind. Your mind is deceit. It tells your your brain tells your body line up. Your brain tells your body to heal. Depressed people take longer to heal if they heal because their brain cannot speak clearly to the body and say be healed. It's true. Mm. Most of what we do, uh, like that's what they say when you speak in your heavenly language, your brain um, begins to, you know, send signals to the body to start healing. When we're speaking in our language, there's something in the brain that they couldn't even find a function for before, and this function actually sends signals to the body to heal. So mm. what we think creates our atmosphere. What we speak create our life. Yes. Amen. Amen. And you know what? Oh, man, time is flying so fast. We have about six minutes left on on the show. And I, I mean, it just went by so fast. I have so much more I want to talk to you about. But what we're going to do, if it's possible, if you can come back on another day, yes, I would appreciate that so mm-hmm. much that you come back and hopefully we get some people. I, I do have people that are listening on, I can see on the switchboard here, but no one's asking any questions. Um, but I want you to please come back and 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 you know let's let's talk about it again and, and let these people know. I want to thank you, Dr. Tanya Block, for being here thank on Hoodrich Magazine on the Keys One Hundred Seven. If you want to know anything about Dr. Tanya Block, you can go to her website. It's TanyaBlockMinistries.org. And Tanya spelled with an O, T-O-N-Y-A. Yes, T-O-N-Y-A-B-L-O-U-N-T, ministries.org. And, uh, man, I just want to thank you so much for being here with us, for spending this time and just giving us some knowledge. And I I wish you the best, as always. You know, I always love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, J.R. You know, and and I, how's my how's my boy doing? You know, you know, I gotta ask you about. Please get a hold of him. Oh, oh, Sion, I know you were talking about Sion is we call him Prophet C, so he he's he's doing okay. He is he he loves the Lord and he is he's a miracle child. You know, he's speaking three languages now. You know that he couldn't even speak. Wow. Yes. Yes. 
He's he's beyond wow. anything. He's a, he's a complete miracle. He's a complete miracle. Hey, man. Yes. I, so, oh, yes. my goodness. Five years old. That is um, Writing, reading. He's just an amazing. Don't get me started on him. This, this will be over our time limit. But just oh, to watch no. God and him is just amazing. But I want to say I'm doing a live taping for the television show May 29th. It's going to be in Queens. I want you to come out. I'm going to send you the details. I definitely want to get you on as well. And, um, I'd love to. Um, so we're doing it's some great guests. We have a May 29th. Um, I definitely want you to be there. Um, it's May 29th at 6 p.m. And um, you know more details will be on my website, and I'll send you some send you a text with everything as well. I'm there. You know that. You don't even have good, to ask good. me. Just send good, me the information. Good, good. Once again, this is Jr. Strong right here on the Keys 107 Network Block Talk Radio. And I'm going to take you out with Miss Juanita Wynn off of my label, Block Boys Entertainment, singing This Is Your Life. Once again, God bless and have a great day. And Dr. Tanya, I'll be talking to you. Thank you. Good night, girl. You only got one life, so live it, don't let nothing get in your way.
success, fashions, and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French-cut shirts for the well-dressed. 